Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Before, before, the, before the COVID lockdowns, there were usually more than 20,000 homes for sale on the myhome.ie website. Now there are only 13,400. That lack of supply is keeping house prices high despite soaring interest rates. The latest quarterly survey suggests that asking prices rose by 4.1% over the past year nationwide. And it all comes as the property sector braces for the budget next week. Connell McQuilla is the author of the report from myhome.ie and as chief economist with Davy sitting in front of me. Good morning, Connell. Morning. So house prices thus far continue to rise year on year. Uh, yes, well, it's, I think it's important to remember we've kind of gone through a period of price correction. Clearly, valuations got very stretched during the pandemic. And in Dublin, uh, transaction prices actually fell for eight straight months. Mm. Uh, they fell in the first nationally uh, for the first five months of the year and then came back a little bit in June and July. So we've gone through a period of price correction. Valuations are stretched, but that seems to be coming to an end. What we've seen in this quarter's My Home report is asking price inflation actually increasing uh, during the summer t- towards 4%. So Ireland really stands out quite a bit now from some of the European Definitely countries. Definitely compared the to the States. UK and the US. Yeah, in the United in the UK, um, most the two measures say prices have fallen five percent already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the speculation is that they may fall by ten percent. Uh, so Ireland really stands out, and we have had a very shallow, soft period of price correction, but it hasn't lasted long, and that shouldn't be too much of a surprise, and the, it, it, given com- the given the state of the market. And is this supply related, Connell? As in, why is these are asking prices rather than actual transactions? Um, but uh, people are asking prices. I presume that reflects the buoyancy of the market. It does. So I think, look, when you look at the demand side to start with. Um, we can see what people are borrowing each month. Uh, the average mortgage approval for house purchase broke through €300,000 for the first time in August. So that's up 6% in the year. And that's, I'm sure it's uh, higher in Dublin, obviously. Uh, mortgage lending volumes are up again. If you look at the UK, mm. the increase in interest rates has actually had a much more, a much bigger contraction in the mortgage market. People are borrowing less in Ireland, they're borrowing more. Mm. So with the economy doing so well, demand is robust. There's more people borrowing. They're borrowing higher levels of debt. Uh, and then if you look at the supply side, uh, look, we're nowhere near the kind of forty to 50,000 units uh, the sector needs to to build to kind of eat into the pent-up demand that's there. If you look at my home, currently around 13,400 units uh, for sale on the website. That's above the trough of around 11,000 in the middle of the pandemic, but it's well down in levels around sort of 20,000 uh, prior to COVID-19. So it's a robust demand side, people borrowing more. And then on the other side of the coin, you have... Um, still a supply situation, which is extremely difficult. Uh, uh, prices in the capital, um, they, as you say, they dipped uh, in the first few months of the year and they've started rising again. Um, year on year for, for Dublin, what, what is the figure roughly? Uh, well, with the pickup in the summer, we now have asking prices up 3% in the year. Mm. Uh, so again, if you look at the CSO's measure of transaction prices, that fell for eight months, mm. uh, fell 4%. So there's clearly a deeper correction in Dublin. And, and, you know, that was probably required given where valuations got to. They were double digits growth. But again, underneath year. the bonnet here, all of the time, there are more people with more with jobs, higher incomes, taking on more debt. Mm. And what you're seeing, even in Dublin, where valuations are the most stretched, uh, we're beginning to see prices uh, pick up again. And we can see this in the premium. So if you look at... Um, uh, we can see the asking price or we can see the transactions coming in and we can see the original asking price, roughly 50% of transactions in the market. This time, uh, at the beginning of the year, the average property in Ireland has been sold about 1% or 2% above the asking price. That's picked up during the summer. 
It's about three percent above the asking price on average. So mm. you know that's indicative of the competition for homes heating up uh, because of the kind of lack of supply and people out there trying to buy houses. Now. Um you also note that there's been a notable jump in people living with their parents for longer. Uh, yes, so the census uh, happened last year. We just mm. got the results for housing uh, at the end of August. So it really sort of shows this kind of pent-up demand in the system. So hard to believe, but 522,000 people are now adults living at home with their parents. Mm-hmm. So that's over 10% of the population. And of those, 275,000 are adults living home with their parents but are in employment. Mm. Uh, so that particular group has grown by 28% uh, since 2016. What we also see are... Is that the highest ever? I'm sure it is yeah. um, as a percentage of population. There's some survey data which used from Eurostat, which some people may remember in the news, which suggested it was amongst the highest in Europe mm. as proportion. We can also see the number of crammers. So these are people living with unrelated persons, typically with higher numbers of people in the household. Uh, and is that... That group uh, has the, grown very the sharply. The sofa surfers. Well, I'm not sure if they're on the sofa, but uh, yeah, certainly no, but, living with um, <laughs> uh, people not related to. And that particular group, um, uh, if you're living with unrelated persons, again, that's grown by uh, 29% since 2016. So all of this just suggests, you know, enormous pent-up demand. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we ourselves and others have kind of come up with, you know, estimates of kind of maybe 100,000 uh, units so that would have to be completed to sort of eat into that pent-up demand mm. over and above what we need to do each year just to meet population growth. So the government's target is to do roughly 30,000 this year. They say they will meet their target. Uh, next year, I think it's going to jump to something like 35,000. Um, but as you say, that's not really going to meet demand at all. It's, it's, it is more than scratching the surface, though. Uh, just to meet population growth and jobs growth, most people will be in the sort of ballpark of thirty to thirty-five thousand. So mm. at least things aren't getting worse if yeah. we're kind of building thirty to thirty-five. Mm. Some people might even suggest it's a little bit uh, natural demand each year that grows is kind of maybe even a little bit below that. Uh, but again, you know, we can see these demographic trends of people being forced to live at home with their parents. Yeah. Um, you know, there's clearly a lot of pent-up demand out there. That's not ideal. Um, so, look, we need to be building, I would say, at least sort of forty, fifty thousand, 50,000. And I think there's reasonable consensus that, that that's the case. And do you think the proposed planning act, and we're straying obviously from the, the house price survey, do you think the proposed planning act might help that planning process to get more of those homes built? Well, I'm not a legal expert and I'm aware of the sort of articles in the media about how effective the, former the planning Chief act Justice. may be. Um, we don't know how it will work. I know the home builders are reasonably uh, satisfied with the new... Um, system that's come in and the job on board Pernal are doing in terms of working through uh, the new applications on time. Mm-hmm. There is clearly a very large backlog um, and they'll have, to get, they'll have to take that in. So I think there is a case to be made that don't fiddle with something which is um, working well, but at the same time there's clearly some very difficult issues around judicial reviews yeah. and um, a lot of things in our planning system which aren't ideal. So um, I hope the new act works, um, but it remains to be seen if that's the case. Connell, thank you so much for coming in. That's Connell McQuilla, the from myhome.ie and chief economist with Davies. Back in a moment. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.